Hello, my quarantined friends. Sorry to remind you, but uh, we're here. We're in it. Still. 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 I'm going to keep saying it. Welcome back to the episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Health Code Native and Every Plate. All things that are life-changing. I smell like heaven because of native deodorant right now. Just picture it. Be with me on this journey in my armpits. Um, <laughs> yeah, quarantine's still happening. You know what? It's fine. I've embraced it. I'm in it. I've dove in headfirst. And uh, yeah, I would say the only thing that has been a bummer recently. So I am staying in uh, like the Palm Springs area as opposed to LA right now because, you know, LA's insane. Um and so things opened up a little earlier here. So I was able to go to Hot Pilates here and a gym for a while. The gym's only 10 bucks a month. I haven't been, I haven't joined a gym or been a member of like a gym gym for I can't, I, years. I can't even tell you how long. But because it's 120 here and I can't do my normal, you know, walkabouts, um, I had to join a gym, whatever. But I was loving the gym, the Hot Pilates. And then I showed up like two days ago. I can't even remember. And I couldn't open the door. I was like, is it just, do they hate me? Is it a me thing? Did I do the elliptical wrong? Or I don't know. Um, And then someone came, opened the door, and they were like, we just had to officially close down indefinitely 10 minutes ago. I was like, what? Again? So that's how I found out about the more recent, I guess it's not necessarily like a stay-at-home order, but if there's nothing open, I mean, it's a stay-at-home order. Um... But I was specifically enjoying um, Hot Pilates recently because there was the, the, a, a diamond of a man there that kept me so entertained. So I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm just going to have to guess he was gay. This is not meant mean. Um, there's really... He, he definitely was. I'm sorry. Um, which is great. I mean, I truly like had made a goal to befriend him by the end of maybe three weeks of going there because I wanted to spend a night on the town with him. I wanted to know if he experienced hot Pilates the way he did. I wanted to know how he experienced the dance floor, honestly. So he's wonderful. Let me just tell you a little bit about him. Um, he was, he's like a tall, I would say just like not stocky, but just like a tall, just like regular sized dude, not like Greg. It's like tall and skinny. Um, like just regular size. Like if it, like, I would describe me as average size. So if you just made me tall, like that. So I think he had a couple earrings, some tattoos. I mean, the least amount of body hair I've ever seen on a person. And he's a dark haired guy. So he definitely would normally have body hair. The the immaculate waxing and shaving and whatever the heck he's doing is, I mean, something to be admired. So uh, the first time I had class with him, I... I couldn't keep a straight face. I, I could not stop laughing. So the the first thing he did during um, some like hip thrusts is just randomly he would just start howling at the moon like, a, ow, 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 like that, like pretty intense. Not like how people are like in a workout class and they're like, yeah, whoo. He was howling at the moon. And then it escalated from there. There would just be random while like the teacher was counting. He would also count different from her like she'd be on three and then she'd maybe stop for a second and he'd go one more time seven what like he was in a video game like it was like i don't know like street fighter or something um 
And then the sounds progressed. And I don't know if him making mooing sounds was like an incentive for him to keep working out because he felt like he was fat or something. He's not. But uh, I even, Greg, you can turn your microphone on for now. I showed you the, so I started, I wanted to prove to people that I wasn't joking. Like I described him to Greg and other friends. And so I was like, they're not going to believe it if I don't record it. So I like sneakily like turned my voice recorder on on my phone and I recorded and I played it for you, Greg. Did you or did you not hear mooing sounds? It was a moo. It was a clear moo. I mean, it it wasn't even a a moo. It was uh, more of the actual sound of a cow. Yeah. Moo. Pretty much. I mean. No, but he was trying to make a cow noise because before yeah. he was making a howl at the moon like like wolf noise. And it then- sounded like the, the noise my dad would make anytime we passed a cow field growing up out out the window. That was was that to entertain you guys? No, I think it was more for him. He okay. like wanted to see if a cow would move back. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if we are still together and have kids, I'm gonna um, exercise my right to ask you not to do that. so the other thing that this guy did that didn't come across well on the recording and please feel free to dm me on instagram at rachel r-a-c-h-a-e-l-n-o-b-r-i-e-n and tell me if there is a song that says the words matt damon randomly in it so they're playing like techno music and there's no lyrics to it, but maybe it was a remix and there is a song, but just randomly he's like working out and like, like pumping his muscles all of a sudden he goes, Matt Damon, huh? Matt Damon, just no I reason. he was just dreaming of him. I think so too, but if there is a song and I could stand corrected, Actually, I don't want to be correct. If there I isn't, wa- there should be. I on No, there should be, yeah. But I kind of just want it to be that he just was yelling out Matt Damon. <laughs> I think that's m- more likely. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. I love him so much. So anyways, that's been ripped from my life. And frankly, that's the that's been tough. It's the worst news. It really is. It really is. Um, side note, besides quarantine, uh, we still have to keep you know all of the... Black Lives Matter voices elevated. Uh, Breonna Taylor's, uh, the officers still have not been arrested. Uh, just there's so much more to do. So let's keep that going. Uh, it's multiple I, officers. One, there's three who three. shot and then one got fired. That's it. Yeah. And one now, got fired and then three are just not. None of them have been arrested. Just one got fired. Not all three of them got fired, which is just. Which is so weird. Pretty big slap in the face. Also, they've now. I feel like they arrested a whole bunch of people and charged them with like a felony level of trying to threaten or interject with the court process or something for protesting at the mayor's house. But yeah, we have to we have to keep this going. We have to get keep getting giving the these voices a platform. They deserve it more than anything, honestly. Um, and to our frontline workers, thank you so much. I I cannot believe this pandemic is. They need a raise. Not- they need to, yeah, seriously. I don't know why that's not in the next stimulus package. Like, yeah. Oh my God, good point. Let's let's just go ahead and add, like, just France add another. Yeah, they keep just randomly printing some money. I don't know. Yeah, where where yeah, the nurses trump bucks? Come on. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you to you guys. If you are listening and you're a frontline worker, um, would love to hear from you. DM me and um, maybe tell me your story so I can share it on. Then same thing with um, any uh, people of color. I I I can maybe do a few more ad spaces for that. No one else has reached out. So if you have one and I have space, uh, 
please email me at info at rachel o'brien comedy.com um as a uh you know for several episodes i was doing free ads for um businesses uh that are uh black owned um and yeah i'll keep trying to do it when i can so i'll just have like a list if you of people that i will include when uh, the opportunity arises so yeah thank you okay so today's episode is a part two of Ghislaine, Ghislaine, Gisstain, Ghislaine, Ghoul face, whatever. Gisstain, that's good. That's not mine. It's my. It's the uh, the ladies of the Prince and the Pervert. They came up with it. They're 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 geniuses. Um, they call her Gis. They go hashtag Gisstain. Um, so this is part two of her arrest and everything that has come out afterwards. And in the last twenty four hours, some new bombshells have been laid out and yeah good sound effects Thanks. guy from my pilates class um uh, well, i so heard you're in the sound effects now so i am i am and random celebrity I, I mail names jealous. brad pitt she's gonna leave me i better <laughs> start screaming matt damon <laughs> uh, which matt damon's not even like that much of like a hollywood heartthrob either that one just surprised he's me just too. such a like a, the right guy good guy yeah it's just like, like i want matt damon to be my dad yeah so funny anyways so so many new bombshells have been dropped that we can't wait to share with you um and some other interesting research we've done so yeah but before we get to the Ghislaine Epstein psychopath drama uh I hope you guys are listening to my new podcast where Greg is a co-producer and sound engineer and he's created all the original music for it it's a new true crime show called seven deadly sinners about pastor and church scandals listen this isn't going after religion i'm all about religion i'm just not about the people that steal money from the The sick and the weary the poor and and they're snake oil salesmen and they're frankly entertainingly full of shit um and you're gonna love the episode on robert tilton so the first episode is on warren jeffs the uh flds uh mormon leader who's an absolute creep like he rivals epstein and pedophilia maybe he's could be even worse honestly could be he yeah he might be um but we got him already yeah we got him he's in prison um and so him and then the next one is just just a caricature of a person robert tilton he i've never seen theatrics like this like he if i was going to write a character in a movie you would tell me to tone it down you would be like that's that, that, that no one would act like that Rachel like tone it down a little bit like it's yeah. he's too much and not enough um and then we have a two then it's the third and fourth episode fourth's coming out next week are of the soap opera that is Marvin Gorman and Jimmy Swaggart two preachers who both had sex scandals and both did you know, various forms of entrapment, public shaming, and even a police-style stakeout to bury each other. And uh, it's good. It's good. So please listen, and uh, here's the trailer of Seven Deadly Sinners. Sinners are often people who believe they deserve every little thing they desire. And hurting others along the way? Well, that's just roadkill. On a small scale, it's scary. But on the scale these people have done it, it's downright evil. I look at you and I see money. Make a vow of faith of a thousand dollars. And you need to make a vow of faith of a thousand dollars. Oh, Bob, couldn't you say 25 million? from New Orleans was believed to have given photos of Swagger and a prostitute. 
prostitute to church leaders. I have sinned against you, my Lord. Religion, church, preachers can be your saving grace, sure. Forget your church. But what if preachers used your trusting ear for their downright dirty deeds and they did it in plain sight? On your TV, in your parish, in your own home. This incident on top of the Jimmy Baker sex scandal will not kill the televangelism industry. Trickery, sales tactics, and a heavy lack of guilt made for a cast of greedy gluttons with a pay-to-pray ministry signing their followers up into a debt with God. These narcissists got high on money, sex, and power all under the guise that God talks to them. They preach a phony gospel on the world's stage. But what happened behind the scenes will make your skin crawl. In season one, we uncover seven deadly sins of power-hungry preachers. I'm Rachel O'Brien, the creator and host of Seven Deadly Sinners. Let's close our eyes, bow our heads, and buckle up. All right, so as we know, Ghislaine Maxwell was finally arrested shortly before 4th of July, I believe. July 2nd. Yes. Um, and if you don't know, if this is your first time tuning in to an Epstein episode or you just haven't been following the news about it, Ghislaine Maxwell is a British socialite, but also a complete scumbag. I thought about it t- earlier today, though, and I was like, I'm going to feel really bad if she's innocent, but then I was like, there's no way she is. There's no way all of these children and women are lying. But I was kind of like, yeah, I, I, let's I, just say allegedly she is a sexual predator because it is still alleged. I know, but she hasn't numerous, been convicted. It's true. She just yeah. hasn't so, been convicted. Yes. But uh, she, she's at the very least, I have a source you don't that hide is, if you're innocent. Yeah. And at the very least, I have a source that has had lunch with her and has had had mutual friends ish with her and. She just is a terrible person even just to interact with. So at the very least, I have that confirmation. Um, Anyway, so Gillian Maxwell is a British socialite who was born into incredible wealth. Her dad was a multi-billionaire. She grew up in a 52-room mansion. She was the favorite of uh, her father. He even named his yacht after her, Lady Ghislaine. Her father, a media baron, um, also, like Epstein, died under mysterious circumstances. Um, he either fell off his boat and drowned, was murdered, or committed suicide. I, who knows? Huh? Slipped on a gestation. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Funny. Um, so, yeah. So, so when that happened, they found out her dad was in an incredible amount of debt, and she was kind of disgraced at the time. And so she fled... Uh, not she's good at fleeing she fled from um britain to america and tried to reinvent herself and you know i think when she met epstein epstein had the money god knows how he did because he never even graduated college but uh stole it yeah or, tricked people who knows tricked people yeah giving yeah. him it yeah he was apparently very charismatic and manipulative anyways so for my estimation and a lot of other people's epstein had the money she had the social connections. She wanted to get that life back. And he also needed someone to introduce him to higher society like Prince Andrew and, you know, political figures, etc. 
you know, models, all this stuff. And I truly believe that Epstein would not have been able to have the pedophile pyramid scheme that he did without Ghislaine's help. Because no one is, if a, if a creepy old man pulls over and offers you, hey, can I pay your tuition or you should be a model, you're most likely going to run. But if a well-dressed, well-spoken British socialite pulls over next to you, or approaches you at a spa or wherever you are and says, you're beautiful, I, we can make all your dreams come true, or, oh, you're such a good artist, we, we'd love to pay for your tuition, me and my partner are very into helping young people, whatever. You're going to probably trust that. So I, I truly believe that without her, none of this would have gotten to the level it did. Okay, so there's her backstory had you not listened before. So what has happened recently? Well, as of a couple days ago, Ghislaine, who I think had assumed because she's gotten away with so much for so many decades, assumed that she was going to get bail and she'd already had a luxury New York hotel picked out where she'd be staying, awaiting her trial. And the courts denied her bail. That's a slam dunk. Yeah. Well, and I think too... But also, unfortunately probably an easier play to get her uh, infected with coronavirus yeah we think that well that's actually what her her defense attorneys i don't think they did a very good job because one of their biggest defenses of her getting out on bail was well coronavirus could spread and blah 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 blah. but the prosecutors were completely ready with no she's a flight risk she has three passports one of them to france which is a non-extradition yeah 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 um so she could easily just head there and peace out um no good yeah so i think i think just based on how well she was able to flee you know since they've been looking for her since epstein was arrested the fact that she's got the three passports the fact that the i mean while her her jail though does have i think 12 confirmed coronavirus cases but like so does within a mile radius of here i mean i know that that's a lot more contained but the point is i don't think that that was a good enough reason yeah, I, I don't even know. I feel like she would probably survive coronavirus. Are you a doctor, and how can you predict that? Are you one of our televangelists? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you just got a kid of her, Peter Popov's. Yeah. Holy oil. Yeah. And she'll be no one fine. knows what we're talking about yet, but you could listen to the um, podcast. I'm just it doesn't matter if she would survive. Like, it's just like. I don't think that that's a good enough. I think I think if you were to weigh the two options between her getting coronavirus and her fleeing, yeah, she's more sure. likely to flee. Exactly. She's got the money, the clout, the connections. I guess what I'm saying is I would like her to act, get actually truly infected with like one of the 12 prisoners at the prison because then I bet with doctor's help immediately that she'd have, she'd get over it. Then she's the antibody. Then she, they can't pull that. Yeah, then they can't use that as like, because they already did one fake suicide exactly. or allegedly. Otherwise, if she gets coronavirus by injection that we secretly didn't know about two weeks before the trial next year. I didn't even think about it. It's definitely going to kill her then. Interesting. Well, see, that's a whole conspiracy theory thing, but it, it's, listen, if you believe that Epstein didn't kill himself, then... You might believe that it's possible that they could inject coronavirus. You want to eat healthy, but you probably don't have the time, the budget, or the know-how. I mean, 
how many times have you gone to the grocery store and you're like, I want to get healthy food and you just think like, oh, I'll buy everything that says, you know, low fat organic and then $200 later, you're like, wait, how long is this going to last me? <laughs> well, you'll love that I just discovered an easy, delicious, perfectly nutritious meal replacement shake from Health Code. It gives you exactly what your body needs for weight management and your overall health. I've tried so many other things. I'm always struggling with energy and figuring out what foods make me feel my best. And choosing to have a Health Code shake for one meal replacement a day has changed my life. I feel like my weight is finally on track during this whole like quarantine time. It was really hard to keep my weight on track. But replacing one meal with Health Code, I feel amazing. And Health Code wasn't just created by some celebrity. It was formulated by an actual scientist. And they are so passionate about their product. And the scientist specializes in metabolism and nutrition. Seriously, if I see another Kardashian or influencer promoting like a flat tummy tea or whatever, which is basically a laxative, I'm going to maybe delete social media forever. But uh, you'll, you'll lose fat with this. And, but you'll keep lean muscle mass. It's not just depleting your body. That's why they've included 27 grams of the best quality protein, including collagen, love that, for healthy hair, skin, and nails. And you need a healthy gut. So Health Code Complete Meal has probiotics, digestive enzymes, prebiotic fiber, and apple cider vinegar. It also has 25 vitamins and minerals plus healthy fats for a healthy brain and metabolism. I definitely feel like I'm benefiting from the healthy metabolism booth. Again, definitely need that and the energy and it tastes delicious. It's very satisfying. I'm loving the chocolate macadamia. And if you want to get your health on track too, I suggest you try Health Code. Get my special offer now at gethealth.com. That's G-E-T-H-L-T-H.com. And just use the discount code B here for an extra 10% off your first order. They also have a love it or your money back guarantee. This offer is only available for a limited time. So go to gethealth.com, that's G-E-T-H-L-T-H.com and use discount code be here. Yeah, I think that's a good point. They could maybe give her coronavirus like right before her trial or something. Who who knows? I mean, with all of the crazy stuff that could happen and that has happened in this case over the last decade yeah a couple decades I mean the first time that Epstein was reported to the FBI was by Maria Farmer in the mid 90s like that's nuts nothing happened so okay so she was denied bail for the counts that range from transporting a minor for the purposes of criminal sexual activity to conspiring to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts to perjury related to statements she made before the United States District Court for the Southern District in New York in 2016. So, I mean, I guess she's just going to have to endure prison. She's been given paper clothes, no sheets to ensure that um, she, you know, doesn't have a risk of committing suicide. Uh, Ghislaine is also being moved from cell to cell in her Brooklyn lockup over fears that someone will try to accuse the madam before she stands trial. Um, you know, because it's like, a badge of honor in prison, number one, to kill, yeah, I I like kill a, a sex offender, but also moving her around. Uh, well, I, I don't know if they're moving her because you know other prisoners to a private cell t- right? tend or to. Did you say she sometimes, has a she, sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. I don't trust um, that. But I think they're also trying to make sure there's no assassination, no uh, you know other prisoner who. I mean, it's it, it's well known that um, child sex offenders get 
attack yeah. in prison. And um, they should, except for this one, because we need her to squeal. Yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. So if you guys are listening to this podcast in and you're in New York Brooklyn prison, state, or yeah, it's a jail, I guess, because it's a whole more penitentiary. Of a holding. Yeah. Hold on. Don't kill Jistane yet. Yeah, we need to know what happened. And Slap we need... her around a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Slap her around. Show her, you know. Because... Make her eat her paper clothes. Yeah. Or keep her alive. <laughs> well, and I think like, okay, so so when um, she was denied bail, apparently she, she cried. Um, <laughs> Good. Which she does seem like like a stone cold woman. Like the fact that she cried, I think just shows you that like, she really thought she was going to get away with this, or she oh, really thought she was. Brat. Yeah, she really thought. Yeah, imagine the psychology of someone that grew up in a fifty-two room mansion. Yeah, who where a yacht was Yet named. Out. Your dad's a billionaire. Imprisoned. Yeah, like <laughs> true. Actually, I read an excerpt from a book written about her dad. I think, and she. I mean, it is actually sad. I mean, because she was a kid at the time, but like she struggled with. Um, I think there was some sort of quote where she said to her mom or her dad, like. Like I exist too, or something, because maybe it was like her brothers that got more attention at first, and who knows? Who knows? But I mean, that is that's separate. I think it's the morbid girls that say it of the morbid podcast. Like, like feel bad for the child, don't feel bad for the killer or the predator later. It's okay to feel bad for them as children for what maybe yeah, they experienced. That would have been maybe a rough childhood in some, but it's like, but it's actually not. I mean, they're most likely mansion. paying a maid to be with her. It's like they don't. Yeah. When you have that much money, you don't lo- know loneliness. Real no, actually, loneliness. you know, it's, I actually it's something different. N- no, no, I actually read a study recently that they actually know it more because kids that grew up like regular, like you, you develop like different coping mechanisms and and whatever. They k- kids that grew up uber rich tend to have a lot more psychological and anxiety problems. Well, I because maybe the, I get that. Yeah. Anyways, it's just not as sad. Yeah. And it it's just oh certainly I mean I feel way worse for the the kid who you know had to grow up on the streets because the parent like you know that's way harder. You've got, it's like be constructive. It's the same you know if you put forth effort and energy, your parents most likely support you in some way and give you some money, true, and give you some advantages easier, that you yeah. could never imagine of having. Just like get a life. I agree, you, but I think when someone's in their own misery. Sure, it takes a company. lot for them. No, that's not what I'm saying. It takes a lot to, you can't see outside unless you have like a healthy coping mechanism of count your blessings and, and, and realize what you have and it could be worse. And yeah. it, like, it, likely she didn't have that. So like any small slight was a major deal. And in this case, I mean, well, this is kind of what she yeah, developed into. Well, yeah. An evil woman. Yeah. Who- so... Yeah, so she, okay, so she cried when she was denied bail, but I was thinking like, well, guess what, Ghislaine, the absolute prison of the pain that these girls have endured since you and Epstein abused them or you allegedly facilitated their abuse, the, the way they've struggled their entire lives ever since, maybe it's time for you to struggle a little bit for what you've done. Like they, they, some of them struggled with drug addiction, mental health issues. I mean, loss of job, loss of family, like. Yeah. incredible pain like sorry you have to be in jail until you stand trial like suck That's it up like if you were a person that felt least. bad for what you did suck it up like be a human and just be like all right well, well hopefully this will help up. prep her to squeal I, and i experience. think i think that she probably will so 
Okay. The other bombshell that was released yesterday. <sighs> really like your sound effects. Uh, is that it was revealed in court or in like a, a hearing of sorts that Ghislaine Maxwell is married. What? She won't reveal who it is, but she is married. Secret marriage. Yeah. She's married, and a few things that have come out since then. So, number one, when she went to go buy, in cash, the million-dollar home that she was living in when she was arrested in New Hampshire, apparently she was there with another person, the real estate agent who didn't really know the case, I guess, had just seen Ghislaine's photos on the news and was like, wait, that's Janet Marshall, <laughs> the woman who purchased a home from me Janet in cash through an LLC. And allegedly there was another man there who was Scott Marshall. I don't know if the fake name Scott Marshall and Janet Marshall is what led people to maybe think that the husband could be Scott Borgerson. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Because apparently Ghislaine had been seeing Scott Borgerson, who's only 44. I find who's that? nothing wrong with an age difference, but they really look different in age. So she's more than 10 years older, I think. She's close to 60. Um, Borgerson, 44. Um, apparently they were romantically linked last August. He's a British tech CEO. And allegedly, uh, Ghislaine was staying at his home in Manchester by the sea. However, he denies, like, any affili- affiliation with her that she did not stay at his home but okay. friends of Ghislaine's have have said that I believe in self-investment you know you work hard to reward yourself with premium products that mirror your lifestyle and that's what got me into native I swear the smell of native deodorant even like improves my mood. I get so many compliments. Actually, my friend was over the other night and she was like, what perfume are you wearing? It smells so good. I'm like, I'm not wearing perfume. I'm wearing native deodorant. It just makes me feel good. And it makes me feel good that I am taking care of my body in a natural, healthy way. So my native deodorant doesn't just block odor. It's made better. Native has ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. It's also vegan and has never been tested on animals. Aluminum forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating. That's why Native never uses ingredients like aluminum, parabens, sulfates, or talc. Switching to an aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean you have to sacrifice an odor protection. Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long. My boyfriend even uses it. The men's scents are amazing as well. With over 10 cents, including rotating seasonals native has something for everyone their most classic scents are coconut and vanilla that one's lovely lavender and rose love that too cucumber and mint and citrus and herbal and my favorite that i'm using right now is jasmine and cherry blossom it just smells enticing native is risk-free to try every product comes with free shipping within the u.s plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. See why so many people love Native and check out the over 14,000 five-star reviews. That's incredible. I also love the updates I receive in their newsletter, including their plastic-free initiative. So do what I did and make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash here or use promo code BEHERE at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's Native, N-A-T, 
I-V-E-D-O-D-E-O dot com slash be here or use promo code be here at checkout for 20% off your first order. But the New York Post um, reported today that a pal of Ghislaine's thinks that a secret marriage was to protect the money she had. So the New York Post said today, Ghislaine Maxwell secretly wed to safeguard her fortune amid her legal woes. A friend claims in a new report, the pal believes the hidden marriage, a bombshell revelation at Maxwell's court hearing, was likely orchestrated to protect the money she had, the Times UK reported. Prosecutors say the British heiress is linked to 15 different bank accounts with some balances. I have like 15 different credit cards that have balances uh, with some balances. (laughs) Just joking. I don't. Whoa. Uh. <laughs> I'm totally joking. With some balances of more than 20 million. And that she keeps other accounts in foreign countries containing more than 1 million. Jeffrey Epstein's accused madam also snagged 15 million on a sale of an unidentified residence in New York City in 2016. When the pal. Last saw Maxwell two years ago, Maxwell was tight-lipped about her living situation. She said she lived a little bit of everywhere. And a former friend of Maxwell said she was completely unaware of the British socialite's secret nuptials. Quote, No one knew she was married, the ex-chum told the outlet, adding that she had been in a relationship for a while with the tech entrepreneur Scott Borgensen. Quote, I don't know of any other guy she was actually seeing. So... I don't know. It's rumored that it could be him. Another person that she dated, and I don't think there's no recent account of her with this guy, but when Ghislaine and Epstein parted ways for a bit in 2016, she was in a relationship with the founder of Gateway Computers, uh, Ted Waits. I keep wanting to say Tom Waits, which uh, I think I got it in my head because I got some of this information from Bobby Capucci's uh, Jeffrey Epstein podcast. But uh, I don't think that that would be who it is i mean it could be someone totally random it could be you know when people get married for green cards for example and it's just a friend to like get them in the country or this is to like hide money it could yeah. not even be well anyone the, the she thing was is ever with hiding money you gotta really trust the person oh yeah because i guess they could just take it huh yeah yeah so she'd be and, smart and, to not have any romantic emotions but involved. also i don't think she even has emotions at this point i think she's got slab of granite for her heart probably but also think about it who would be like willing to risk hiding money for someone Someone who's clearly involved in a criminal investigation it's Uh, so risky though it's like and i feel like it's not like unless she found some like random person yeah but unless she found some random person that really needed money i don't think she has friends like that probably a lot of money I mean, think about it. If someone's oh, like, someone like, would you risk an embezzlement uh, charge for $50 million? Your share, you get $50 million, You just have to protect my $250 million. No, I don't think I would do that. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. If, you can, if, if the longest you can go to prison is like 10 years. No, who cares? I don't care about money that much. Well, some people do. Yeah. But I think it's kind of funny, though, that, like, she doesn't have regular friends. The only people that she'd be running with are people that have money. I don't know. Maybe she does have regular friends. I highly doubt it. One of the people, though, she has been connected with, on a side note, since we mentioned a Real Housewives franchise last episode, I don't think Yolanda Hadid was connected. But Carol Radswell, I never know how to say her name, from a previous cast member of Real Housewives of New York, Definitely was her pal. They partied together and 
the headshot taken for Carol Radswell's book was taken by Ghislaine Maxwell. It says it right next to the photo. Wow. On her book. Wow. Yeah, I can't escape that one, Carol. I saw her in LA once and she's she's so tiny and she's got like I don't know if it's hair extensions or whatever, but like from behind, she looks like a teenager and then she turns around and you're like, Oh, you're sixty. Like it's Whoa. like a like a weird contrast. Because she's wearing sixteen year old hair. Yeah, and she's just skinny and so it's just like you can't tell from behind and then yeah. Anyways. All right, that's a side note. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like almost every time I order takeout or delivery, I'm like, how did I spend $60 on one meal? And at the time, it's just not as good as it tastes in the restaurant. But I discovered every plate who has solved my problem of wanting to have high quality food keep a bunch of money in my wallet. Every plate dinners are the cheaper alternative to takeout or delivery. The recipes come together in about 30 minutes, which is definitely faster than a trip to the grocery store or starting a meal from scratch. And every plate offers contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking on a budget. I was very skeptical about signing up for a a meal delivery kit. I was like, "Ah, they're probably kind of expensive. Not every plate. It comes down to $2.00 and 99 cents a meal with my promo code, which I'll tell you in a second. And every plate's easy to follow recipes and pre-portioned ingredients take the stress out of dinner time so you can enjoy spending time with your family and enjoy the good food with every plate. Okay, I'm obsessed with their their, uh, recipes. The one I made the other day was the Gravy Lovers Meatballs. It is a portion for two. Let's just say maybe I ate two portions in one sitting or one and a half sittings. Don't judge me. Taste it for yourself. It's delicious. And you're never going to buy more ingredients than you need because every plate's recipes come with everything already pre-measured. It's easy. It's fun. It's fun for your whole family to cook together with it. And the thing that makes every plate different is the fact that it is so much less expensive than other meal kits out there. It truly is. Where else can you get something for $2.99 a meal? And I think you guys should try it. Honestly, you're going to love the taste and... You're going to continue using it like I have. So get three weeks of Every Plate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code BEHERE3. So get three weeks of Every Plate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code BEHERE3. Trust me, you won't regret it. Your life is going to be so much more delicious now. The other big thing that is happening right now is the Core 4 who originally received immunity um, when uh, Epstein stuck that, struck that sweetheart deal back in 2008, you know, where he went to summer camp prison. Um, the core four were four women that uh, worked for Epstein. They are Leslie Groff, Sarah Kellen, now Sarah Kellen Vickers. She is married to uh, Brian Vickers, a NASCAR driver. There go his sponsors. <laughs> oh, he actually deleted his uh, entire Twitter account in the last like couple weeks. Seems suspicious. Um, Adriana Ross and Nadia Marcinkova. Now, this is a weird one because for all we know, all of them could have been sexually abused by Epstein. But the one I have the most sympathy for would be Nadia Marcinkova, who was purchased by Epstein when she was 14 years old. What? She then went on to procure young girl, but like... Purchased from the Ukraine. 
yeah, I think so. What's up? East, Eastern European country. Um, you know, I, I, I have to give her a pass. I, you know, it's not right what she did if she was procuring the girls. If, if she you're, was, you're brainwashed but like, at 14. yeah, it's Stockholm syndrome. I mean, yeah. what do you? It's like almost a survival mechanism. Like she, Certainly. she's got her own set of trauma. Yeah. Um, I believe. Uh, I mean, I think Adriana and Leslie are are not speaking, but Kellen, Sarah Kellen, um, is now claiming she was. So let me just uh, let me tell you. Okay, so Sarah Kellen Vickers who now sometimes goes as Sarah Kensington because she recreated her identity after all this came out. Kellen was accused of making massage appointments for Epstein and pressuring young girls into not talking to police who said they were intimidated and frightened by her. Quote, this is from The Telegraph, article by Josie Enzer. Sarah Kellen, or sometimes referred to as Kensington, 39, was a high-ranking Epstein employee who has been referred to as Maxwell's lieutenant and who allegedly kept an extensive list of young girls she would call up to arrange encounters between them and Epstein. Now, after all this all came out, Kellen's spokesperson said Epstein sexually and psychologically abused Kellen for years. The statement went on to say that Kellen scheduled appointments for Epstein and Maxwell at their direction, in quotes, adding, Kellen is, in quotes, aware of the pain and damage Epstein caused and deeply regrets that she had any part in it. Now, Sarah Ransom, totally separate person, totally separate Sarah. Okay. Who was raped by Epstein. Her reaction to what Max- Maxwell and Kellen have said says it's disgraceful. These people are going to burn in hell, she said. Ghislaine knew exactly what she was doing. She knew that every time she called me, I was going to be raped. Every time. Sarah Kellen knew for every girl that she organized to go on that island or to be picked up by a car to go to the New York mansion, she knew that these girls were there to be raped repeatedly. She's going to rot in hell, definitely. Um, I don't know. It... it it's it's hard to say because Sarah Kellen could have been sexually abused by Epstein, but she also, she was an adult when it happened, number one. Number two, she's saying she feels bad for what has happened to these girls, but she was being paid a salary well above what a assistant would be paid. She owns three properties. Yes, her husband, Brian Vickers, probably had some money from NASCAR, but she certainly had quite yeah. a bit of money. And Did we'll that poor see guy when the know that she was tied to this before he got involved. Probably in not, because no one knew this stuff until 2019 when oh. Epstein was arrested. So imagine what it's like in that. Well, at least he knows how to drive fast. <laughs> You're good for the one-liners on this. I don't know. Like, I just think like, well, she's definitely lived comfortably from this. Besides Epstein, yeah, she, she accepted money to facilitate this. She's guilty yeah, as hell. She set up the massage oils in the rooms bad. when yeah. yeah, like, and I and I don't care if. It, I mean, I care that you were psychologically and sexually manipulated or abused by him. Like, that is scary and horrible, and you must seek help for that and, and whatever. But you also, as an adult, brought children into it, allegedly. So, I don't I don't know. I. But you're saying these core four already received immunity from received, the trial but, in 2008? But apparently they're being re-looked at by prosecutors. Mm, it'll be double jeopardy kind of deal. I don't, I don't know. See, I was confused by that, too. But it could be a totally different charge. Yeah. The um, Bobby Capucci on his podcast keeps saying it could be a RICO case, which the RICO Act, um, it, it focuses specifically on racketeering, which includes human trafficking, um, and allows the leaders... Of, so there's the wording on the description is a little confusing, but I figured out how this might apply to them. It allows the leaders of a syndicate to be tried for the crimes they ordered others to do, 
or assisted them in doing. So Epstein and Maxwell technically ordered Sarah Kellen and all these girls to then, you know, get Got these it. girls into a room. But but then by proxy, they assisted Epstein and Maxwell in the sexually act. abusing them. So I don't know. It's it's a perceived loophole that allowed a person who in the past, it was a perceived loophole that would allow a person who instructed someone else to maybe murder someone to be exempt from any criminal activity because it's like, I didn't do it hands on. But it's like, well, you found this girl on the street or you scheduled in your appointment book that Epstein was going to rape her. Yeah, yeah. you didn't rape her, but... You're involved. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Um, okay. Yeah, so it, it says... So their immunity the, might not qualify... Cover everything, yeah. ...the new charges. Yes. Okay. And well, they may have only been under Epstein's arrest and not Maxwell's. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. Good point. Yeah. So it says the arrest last week of Mrs. Maxwell at the behest of the attorney's office in New York, which has said it is not bound by the Florida agreement. There we go. It was a Florida agreement. So Florida, different uh, state than New York. Awesome. Has now raised the prospect that investigators may turn next to the quartet. The Telegraph understands that authorities are looking into the alleged role played by Miss Kellen, Adriana Ross, Leslie Groff, and Nadia Marsinkova in Epstein's sex trafficking ring and eyeing possible charges. I feel at the very least, if you do, if if Sarah, like, like Sarah and Kella says she feels bad about it. If you do feel bad about it, then speak. Yeah. Name names, get these girls justice. But I bet all the, the core four flip flops on each other. It'll be I interesting bet they point to fingers. see. I'm sure some of them are just scared and want to stay immune. Yeah. Well, but no, but you, they can't if, now. I just realized because it's a different you're state. You're right. If they are. Well, and listen to this. In New York. Listen to this, though. Okay. So they received immunity in Florida for the twenty-eight or 2008 sweetheart deal. Well, Kellen was pictured with Epstein as recently as 2012. Ooh. So if she felt so bad and didn't like getting the money or helping him. that is that the one who's now NASCAR? Yes. Oh, man. And she even visited Epstein several times when he was in uh, uh, daycare camp, <laughs> summer camp prison. So mm-hmm. so I don't know if you feel that bad. If all this came to light nah. in 2008, if all she and you felt so money. bad. She like, likes the money. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So now the question is whether Maxwell, 58 years old. That's old. Okay. So she she's uh, 14 years older than the guy that they're apparently saying she's, which again, age is not a thing. It just seems weird. Um, who is Age is not a number, but the amount of money in Jutlane's but also, it's this, quite guy's, a number. this guy's a tech CEO. I think his company's worth like two hundred million or something. He doesn't need her money. Well, I don't know. It all sure is very weird. It. I'm. I think there's probably so much of Epstein's money buried now in Giselle's. Yeah. That's where it all went, and it's blood money. I think. Well, I, and, I and think it's blackmail stuff. It's and, blackmail money. Yeah. It's blood money. I think they convinced so many big time world leaders, powers that like they got more money than some countries. Yeah, ooh, that's a bold statement. That's, I be, you, believe you're, it. You're saying it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Okay, all right. Probably not. Some news stations probably said something similar. Oh, okay. All right, whatever. Did they really, or did you just come up with it? No, I, I have no idea if they did. I would bet that they, that's I how much money that, is being thrown around, I don't though. know that they would be as uh, flippant and ballsy to state something like that. That might just be a Greg Hunter podcast. You're right. That's not good journalism. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you first. Let me Sam, tell you some real good great. speculation, yeah. <laughs> some high quality conspiracy theory. 
Jelaine's got more money than some countries. Okay. Listen, you could be right. Um, so the question now is whether Miss Maxwell, 58, who is facing 35 years in prison, which at her age could be life, if found guilty of the charges of recruiting women and underage girls for Epstein to sexually abuse that she denies will work with prosecutors to build a case against the alleged co-conspirators. She, quote, she will name, she will name names. She's a drowning rat. Christine Oxenberg, a distant cousin of Prince Andrews and former associate of Mrs. Maxwell's, told The Telegraph. Enablers like Sarah Kellen should be given up by Maxwell. Ms. Oxenberg, who is writing a memoir entitled Secrets, claims the daughter of a British publishing magnate, Robert Maxwell, confided to her in 1997 that she brought in other women, other women, ugh. I can't talk, brought in other women to help satisfy Epstein's needs. She says Miss Maxwell told her she had wiretapped the jets for leverage quotes and speculated that any resulting audio and video recordings could potentially incriminate co-conspirators and high profile profile figures who traveled with Epstein. That's how they got all their money. This also must be a real distant cousin of Prince Andrew because she's pretty much writing a book incriminating him. I mean, she keeps saying co-conspirator, but... She's been kicked out of the castle. She brought, Maybe she's just mad because she was like, never in the castle. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are the big bombshells this week. I hope you guys enjoy hearing about this stuff. I think that it is going to be, you know... Well, I mean, our generation's really having Case a lot of, of big... lifetime, really. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... This could start war. Well, you're making a lot of claims. Maybe we need to tone down your claims. I think that that's how many people could potentially be involved. Well, I think that that's why some people may be productive, though, because it involves so much, so many... Because Lane's dad was a supposed Israeli spy. Yeah, but so many people went in and out of his Manhattan townhouse with all those cameras. The Israeli prime minister, President Trump, Bill Clinton, like The governor of New Mexico. I don't know if he went in there. I actually don't even know if Bill Clinton did, but I know Donald Trump, Prince Andrew, and the former Israeli prime minister. I'm talking about went into his townhouse yeah. where there were cameras. I just think it's funny that randomly the government, the governor of New Mexico is yeah. like tied in. <laughs> just like big guy, big guy. No, it's like, but Santa Fe. Well, yeah, certainly. He bought, so he bought that ranch from the governor. Oh. Yeah, I found that out in doing my research trying to find out where Ghislaine may have been. Yeah. So it's possible out. Greg Hunter here may have been aiding and abetting Ghislaine because Greg owns a ranch in Colorado, one that doesn't have functioning plumbing, so I doubt she'd be there. But I asked him last night, point blank, because it said that Ghislaine was hiding hey, out on a Colorado compound. Were you? I've checked the logs her? of the guest book. No just stains anywhere, anywhere to be found. So I, I don't think she showed up. I don't think that she would walk one foot on there. Beautiful property. We'd hold Not her done yet. If she did. Not done yet. Oh, that'd be good. You could have. Exactly. See, you could have changed lives. I but she wouldn't still. have gone to your property. All right, Greg Hunter. Well, thank you for guesting on this dumpster fire of a case. But it's exciting. It's exciting that these women <laughs> are finally going to get justice. Thank you for having me, Rachel O'Brien, P.I. All right. Love you. Thanks, guys, too. for listening. Bye. Bye.